Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host. I'm here with our executive producer and co-host, Mark Griffith. And we want to thank you guys for joining us. We're excited to be here. As you can hear in my voice, I'm, I've got excitement running through me. And uh, we're just so tickled to death to be here. But uh, really want to tell you how to plug in with us a couple of ways. Number one, you can go, of course, to thehousinghour.com. That's the mothership of all of our information. Um, you can find a treasure trove of information that we have gathered for you and put together in one special place So please feel free to go. You can uh, share that with your friends and family, certainly. Um, And also you can uh, take that and and maybe uh, send it to somebody that you think could benefit from it. And there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about today as it relates to home inspections. So first and foremost, I want to introduce our guest today. We have Jack Feldman in studio with us. He's our resident expert. He uh, definitely uh, has been a big help to us to helping with understanding everything that we need to know about home inspections. Let me welcome Jack into the studio. He's he's working with his wires and his mics over there, and but he's, he's a pro. <laughs> Jack, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, glad to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, we're, we're live on Facebook right now. So if you'd like to, to, to go in, look, you're not going to find it because this is a live show. But for those who um, got a chance to see it, uh, what great... Um, entertainment that you're about to have. So, uh, Mark, first of all, um, great show last week. And this is a good segue because I think this is the moment that people begin. We talked about health. We talked about making New Year's resolutions. We did not talk about one of the New Year resolutions being buying a home. But that is probably one of the biggest New Year's resolutions. Would you agree? It is. And it's one of the most important steps that you'll ever make in your life. So you better get it right the first time. Use professionals all all through the process. That's the most important thing to remember. Mm, absolutely. Um, one of the things that we've always tried to do at the Housing Hour is to make um, available to our listening audience the professionals and in the industries that we're talking about. So it doesn't matter what that might be, home energy, whether that be the mortgage industry, of course. But the key thing here that we're going to talk about is home inspection. So Jack has been with us now. How many shows have I think this is your fifth time. At least, at least the fifth time. And um, just for full disclosure, Jack did mine, my home inspection, my very first one. Um, And that was back many, many years ago. He did radon inspection for us. Yes, he sure did. And um, which we were we were all clear. But that is something that we could probably touch on. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, So there's there's been a, a vast amount of information that we've gathered for you about home inspections. I think there's still, uh, Jack, this this sort of urban myth, I guess you would say that. You know, oh, well, let me just uh, get one of my buddies to come over and, you know, take a look at it before you sign the contract. Or maybe we've signed a contract to buy a new home and um, you're, you're really wanting to save every little penny. But trying to save every little penny sometimes will cost you a lot. Talk a little bit about why it's important to get a home inspection. Well, you, you shouldn't pick a dentist or do YouTube dentistry. Mm. So you should hire a professional, someone's experienced, right. not the guy who built a deck once mm-hmm. 
or helped his father fix a drain. You need someone that's experienced and, and licensed, because we, we have a state license, and they're versed in all parts of the home, not just maybe building a deck or mm-hmm. fixing a drain. And you're also a part of ASHI, I think, is that the name of your that's right. organization? That's right. American Society of Home Inspectors. Which is a plus. It's an icing on the cake. It's a great organization. And home inspectors are um, a, a profession that's been around for years and years and years. This isn't new, right? It, it's not new. ASHI was started in 1976. Mm. Like, when? 1976, ASHI started. The bicentennial started. year. Yes. And there was a great American that was born in that year. And you're looking at him right now. <laughs> Just kidding. Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, when we think about people that are beginning to purchase homes, um, and whether that be a new construction or an existing home, because you have both that are happening in, in spades right now. It's quite a few people out there in the market. Uh, we were talking off air a little bit about how busy it is and, and how there is an inventory shortage. That's well known. Um, but you were talking about, you know, how, how, how busy that you are. And you mentioned that the inventory issue, does that make home inspecting more? It's always important, but sometimes if there's a limited supply, you want to make sure that you're getting the right home. Um, I know you don't look at the house any differently in this market, but for a prospective home buyer, do you find that, you know, people are making decisions um, on the home inspection with a little bit more aggressive uh, sort of, you know, response or is it business as usual? Like, hey, I'm going to have the seller fix this. Absolutely. Because, you know, I know that, you know, they're not going to sell this, you know, just right away. Or or I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. I I think that. Uh, a lot of sellers are are Playing taking hard. the attitude of, you know, take it or leave it. I have other buyers in line. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which, you know, I think that everyone knows from our show that we had with Tom White, um, the appraiser who came in and he talked about there being a market for every market. There's markets within markets. So like, for instance, Farragut might be a little hotter than Powell or you know, there might be areas of Powell that might be a little bit uh, hotter than Halls. I, mean, I don't even know these areas, but I'm just suggesting that in each area, you might have a little bit different flavor of the type of market that you're in. So when somebody calls you and um, let's say a realtor refers you, I bet you now you get business, a lot of business from past clients, not just realtors, right? Yeah. Most of my, most of my clients are past clients or Co-workers or friends of past clients. Mm-hmm. A surprising uh, demographic is sellers of homes I've inspected mm. will call me. And oh, wow. they go, you know, you inspected the house that I was selling. and Was that because uh, you were soft on it? No, and, and I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's usually... Uh, the opposite of that. That guy really ticked me off. I want that guy. Right, yeah. Uh, they They want someone that's thorough. They see my report. They may be upset about it but they realize at when the dust settles that i was fair mm-hmm. but i was a, a what can, i would consider a tough inspector well do you get much pushback i mean when you do inspections do you have sellers calling you and say hey i disagree with that do you have that much i just can't imagine well, that well once in a while but usually when i take the photos it's pretty hard to dispute <laughs> right. the crazy home a, inspection it, photo it's it's in the photo it's pretty hard to dispute that you know, that 
drain isn't connected or it's leaking. Right. Well, that's a good point. And nobody can argue with the evidence. And, and most of the times, you probably don't even hear the complaints. It probably goes to the realtor. The realtor probably works it out. Um, and then they just do whatever they have to do. Exactly. So, um, Jack, before we get started on what we're here to talk about, because we're going to talk and show some, and you'll follow along with us in just a moment, thehousinghour.com, you can find it on the front page. It's where you're going to go to look at these pictures, the crazy home inspection pictures, things that that make you go, hmm. And so we'll get to that in just a second. But, Jack, if someone needs a home inspection, how can they get a hold of you? Our phone number is uh, 865-693-7109 or ClaytonInspections.com is my website, and there's a a link there to contact me as well. And you've been in business for 28 years, is that correct? 1989, so we're in our 29th year. Okay, because we started in November of 1989, and this is our 28th, going into our 29th, so that's awesome. We've been in this business the same amount of time, so that's cool. Um, so let's transition in, in just a second because we only have two minutes left in this segment and we're going to want to spend some time on each one of these, but just off the top of your head, I mean, I know that I didn't prep you for this, but what's been just your craziest situation, most recent, like, wow. And then we're going to show the pictures when we start the next segment. I think probably one of the photos that I have here where, uh, a fireplace flew was wide open in the attic oh my word that's unbelievable and, and others that we can't talk about on the radio right right and when you have that type of um occurrence i mean that's a safety hazard almost where you feel like you are responsible to turn that into like the fire department or something i mean do you have to do that or no uh i i don't have to if it's if it's a life safety issue which that is right uh, at at this point that there was no one living in the house mm, okay uh, so it would just be the neighbors it, it, <laughs> just it, well but if if i see uh say a gas leak right i call the gas utility and they Absolutely. come out okay. and turn it off mm-hmm. and it's it's up to them so if i see something that's unsafe i call the whatever it's the utility mm-hmm. or the fire department yeah and I bet you you've, you've went over the uh, the crawl space sometimes and seen critters that you you're not willing to really uh, interact with. Those black and white things, yes, yes, absolutely. And that could be a skunk, or it could be a snake, <laughs> or a bat, or a bat, or or all three, or all three, exactly. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we're here with Jack Feldman, Mark Griffith, Kevin Ray, the Mortgage Investors Group. It's the Housing Hour. We'll be right back after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back to the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host. Here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host, with Jack Feldman as well from Clayton Inspections. And thank you so much for joining us. Guys, we're, we're just diving in right now to talk about these crazy, crazy home inspections that Jack has been a part of. And he's been in business for 28 years, going on 29 with his company. And uh, one, of, you know, one of the things that he runs into is situations where 
you know, he's got to take a picture because he's been hired by someone that is probably purchasing the home. Occasionally, yes, it's a seller that maybe maybe hires him. Uh, maybe it's a realtor. Whoever his client is, he, he's got to do what he's got to do. And and taking pictures of of what he's describing is is important because then he can say, "Here, just look for yourself." Um, and here's what's what's happened, or you know, drive out there and look. So we're going to start. We're going to start. So I want you to go right now to www.thehousinghour.com. Click right there. We're going to have the the pictures. And the first one that we have is a clogged dryer vent. It appears um, like there's nothing that could actually make it through. There's two little spots where you might get some some sort of, you know, ability for something to come through. But what will happen here? What happened to your jack? Well, I mean, it's it's totally clogged. So if the dryer can't vent, um, number one, you'll burn up your dryer. Right. And, and people will buy a new dryer thinking, that piece of junk, that couldn't dry my clothes. And mm-hmm. they never look at their vent. But you can have a dryer fire. Mm-hmm. Fire can start in the vent. Right. And catch the dryer on fire because right. it'll build up a lint. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a fairly common fire. Oh, Wow. Wow. So the buildup of lint causes there to be in the in the heat. I'm sure lint probably um, is is flammable. It's very flammable. And in Boy and, Scouts, we use it as a starter for fires. We take the we take lint. Oh, wow. and, and put it with a little wax in it and use it as a little brick. And yeah. that's how we teach the boys how to start fires and campfires. Wow, that's and we're not talking about lint that will happen, um, you know, later in the year, right? This is lint that's in your dryer. Yes. Um, and and that's the one thing about lint. They're telling me that it's a fire starter. That's what they use in the Boy Scouts. And so having the lint, and you know, some people, and this is sort of back in the dryer, but you know, the little lint cage that's inside of the dryer, you know, is there any association with that not being cleaned out regularly to what we have here? Or is that just hap- just coincidence? It It's kind of, it coincides with it. Mm, mm, okay. But there's enough lint in here that, uh, a couple of Boy Scout troops could have fire starters. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, what's coming out of the exhaust, if you will, of a dryer? Just heat? Or is there and, other... And moisture. Moisture. Well, heat and moisture. Right. There's no heat. Is Y'all are looking at me like, you No, there's dummy. heat. Heat. Yeah. So moisture. Heat and moisture. <laughs> and the moisture's coming from the wet clothes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not going to put out. And then the fibers as the well. Fibers from the clothes are coming out with. Exactly. It. Which is in the form of lint. Yeah. Okay. Right. I got you. Well, what it, what could someone do? They All they need to do is just replace this. They just have to unscrew it if it's even able to be unscrewed. Put a new one on there, clean it out, and that's what they have to do. But it's got to take action with this. There, there's companies that clean your dryer vent, hmm. and they run little brushes through them. Or right. you can you can buy a dryer lint or a dryer vent cleaner mm-hmm. yourself. Um, but this is something that should be done periodically in your home as maintenance. Yeah, how often, Jack, would you recommend? Well, if if it's a short run, probably not very often. But if it goes vertically, a lot of them go vertical and they go out the roof, and then they're clogged at the roof, and the vertical pipes clog more. Mm-hmm. They need, you know, it, it, it's more of, well, how much laundry do you If you he do, does a lot. Mark if, does a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you have uh, kids and you're doing 12 loads a week, 
that's different than a, a single person that might do one load a week mm-hmm. or two. So, uh, I tell you what, you are full of information. Well, That's amazing. Let's ask him this. Yeah. Um, I mean, what about the construction type of the vent? Uh, if you see venting, you know, going into the attic, do you, are you concerned with the the material makeup of that vent? Yes. Well, f- first of all, it's required to be metal. Okay. And it's supposed to be smooth, so you don't have uh, you don't put the metal duct pieces together with screws because the screws would trap lint and then clog faster. The corrugated ones that people buy because they're easy to run, they trap lint. But some people use PVC pipe. Mm. Well, that's not allowed. Right. Because heat is going to melt PVC. And then you have a fire and then you have the off-gassing of the PVC when it's burning. So you have to make a note of what the the piping that they're using or are you not able to see that sometimes? I can't see it sometimes. Right. Especially when it's clogged that bad and you right. can't look in. Um, I did a new construction and I was trying to find the dryer vent. And I finally determined that they had used a plumbing clean out that went in the laundry room. And that was their dryer vent into a plumbing vent. Oh, no. Whoa. So, so new mess. construction does need a home inspection. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so let's go to the next picture. That was great. I mean, that's exactly what we're looking for. And this is so helpful to people that are looking to buy a home. Oh, so the next one, folks, this is unprecedented. Maybe not unprecedented because I remember something similar a few back. But tell, yeah. me, tell me what kind of absolute disaster this is. Okay, so uh, this is in a seven-year-old house. Mm, that's a fairly new home, guys. It is. And you can see the dark uh, shading on the roof sheeting. That's the fumes from this. This is a gas fireplace flue, and the gas pilot was on. Even though people were not living in the house at the time, they left the pilot on. And so anytime they use the fireplace, it just went in the attic, first of all, for carbon monoxide, but potential fire for setting fire to the underside of the sheeting. Now, here's what's interesting when... I'm going through the house, and I'm deciding what to do. Are the people living here? No. No, they're elderly, and they're kind of in nursing homes because they're really ill. Mm. And I'm thinking, are they ill because of carbon monoxide, or are they just ill because of other reasons? Right. But this is is crazy. Yeah. And if they had a home inspection when they bought this house seven years before, hopefully the home inspector would have found it. This was not in a part of the attic that was easily accessible, so it would be easy to be overlooked by someone maybe not as diligent. Not somebody that isn't ASHI certified, maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Jack, you talked about carbon monoxide. I mean, that's a killer. I mean, yes, it could make you ill if there's lower levels, but, I mean, if you have, it doesn't take much to kill somebody with carbon monoxide. Exactly. And that's going directly into the house. And so if you had carbon monoxide coming into your attic, there's going to be a pretty nice percentage of that that's going to make it into the living space. Right. It's better probably than if it was pumping right into 
you know, the crawl space, obviously, because some of it's going to seep out, but there's also going to be some that's going to come into the living quarters. And what if you have, you know, a teenage daughter that's living right there and below, or you have a teenage son or anybody, or you have a mother-in-law that's living. Well, for some, maybe that that would be placed (laughs) strategically. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Obviously people, this is a comedy show. Come on. But seriously, these, this couple that lived there bought it seven years ago, you know, became ill. Who knows? It could have been a result of that. And so you made note who in this situation, um, it was probably the per- people handling their estate or was it the, the buyer? Well, I was doing it for the buyer. Okay. And what I did in this case is I turned the gas off to the fireplace mm-hmm. um, because I didn't want any more carbon monoxide going up in the attic just from the pilot light. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to have any potential problems there. So I just turned off the gas, the pilot light. Mm-hmm. Well, that was smart. And and could that, that um, black soot or whatever it is be the result of just the pilot light? Or do you think that this was probably lit? It was probably lit and used a lot because the, the photo that's there really doesn't show the extent of the darkness. Mm, it, oh. it was much more than that. Got you. And so that's not, I mean, if that, that what, what kind of board is that called? That's OSB, Oriented Strand Board. Yeah, and I'm sure, obviously, it's not as flammable, flammable as lint. I mean, but it's pretty darn flammable. Um, yes. So you got to be careful. We only have two minutes left in this segment, so let's try to get to one more real quick. There is a drawer... I can't even see. We only have a minute. I mean, this is hilarious. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? This is brand new construction, never lived in. And not only could you not open the drawer further than that, you'd never be able to take the drawer out, but there's a cabinet door below it that you you, you can kind of open it, but you'd never be able to get in there. Yep. That's only the drawer for our toilet paper, honey. You can't fit anything larger than that in there. Right. I mean, that is crazy. Is that that's just that's just a uh, that's a building plan or a, a blueprint mistake or whoever was measuring something. You're being kind. Okay. Well, we're going to talk yeah. about this because this looks like a newer home. It's brand new. Brand spanking new. So look, we're going to come back to this picture. We're going to talk about the rest of them right after these messages. Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back to the Housing Hour. Again, here with Jack Feldman um, with the home inspection, amazing, crazy pictures. Uh, and we have Mark Griffith here as well, our executive producer and co host. Show is provided by Mortgage Investors Group, MIGonline.com. You can give them a ring at 1 800 489 8910 refinance purchases anything in between we have offices from the tri-cities to memphis and everywhere in between as well so we're back here um in this picture let's uh, step back a moment we were talking about this picture and the drawer and also the swinging cabinet below only open to what a 40 degree angle the door maybe 
or so. Or maybe. If maybe. that. Yeah. Um, and when you're, and this is a, guys, this is a brand new home. Yeah. And so you come into your brand new home and maybe this is a bathroom upstairs, you know, whatever. Maybe it's not one that you're going to be in that frequently. Maybe it's your, I can't tell. Is this the master? It's the master. Oh, it's, it is the master. So that basically disqualifies a pretty big section of storage, <laughs> you know, from being able to be used. And right. I mean, if I was a, a buyer, and, and, and this is for the builders out there, guess what? And maybe correct me if I'm wrong. A buyer at the walkthrough, unless there's a change order or some other reason, the buyer could walk away just right here because of this. Is that correct? Well, yeah. I think that could be a, a major issue in in purchasing it. And sure. then, so then guess what the builder's going to have to do? They're going to have to put it back on the market. They're, they're going to have to take their lumps, their losses. Maybe they sell it for the same price. It's just not worth doing. I mean, builders know what they're doing. I'm sure there's a reason for this, but, you know, I can't, I can't think of it. Well, don't you think that once you see something like that, Jack, wouldn't you suspect of the other quality of construction throughout yeah. that? Oh. That's a good <laughs> well, and, and it was just what you think. The rest uh, of it. The rest know. of it was an issue. It wasn't It wasn't the best. Yeah. I remember when I bought a home. Um, this is not the one you inspected. This was uh, a later edition. And this one was one that um, they had our, our, I guess, our master bath. And before we tried to close, they had basically the, the I can't think, it's the handrail, if you will, around the bath. And it's supposed to be like finished wood. And then it's supposed to be painted and it's supposed to look good, right? It looked like something out of a tree house, you know, <laughs> because they were trying to speed through the end. And that's why on these new constructions, they're, sometimes if the time is of the essence, I don't want to say cut corners, but that's basically what's happening. And so you have to be very cautious. And another thing, too, about home inspections with new construction, Jack, um, when you're called to come out there, you have to make it clear, guys, this is this house is 80 percent done. You prefer to go out there before. I mean, like after it's, everything's done, obviously. Yeah, I, I want I want it finished and all the utilities on. Nothing's more frustrating than to go out there and say, oh, by the way, the gas isn't on. Mm-hmm. So then I can't check the heating unit or the water heater. And then the builder will say to you, well, that, that building, that's fine. Don't worry about that. You know, yeah. or I've got a warranty on that. Yeah. yeah. So don't worry about it. And so I, if you wanted to, you could, your life could be made up of a lot of debating and arguing. And I can't even imagine the stress that that could be because you're looking out for your client. Exactly. Yeah. Enough said. <laughs> it, it, well, um, new home construction inspections are frustrating for us because uh, builders are notoriously late. Mm. And so we have these things scheduled 10 days out mm-hmm. and we, we try to touch base and say, are you sure it's going to be finished, you know, next Thursday? Right. Because if it's not, well, let's push it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be finished. And then, and I have to say most of the time now it, it has been finished, but, um, Many times I'd go out and there's no water, there's no gas, and I'm wasting my time, my mm-hmm. client's time, and it costs them more for a return trip. Oh, and that's 28 years that you've been in this business, and you've seen it all, I'm sure. But there's another part of this with the mortgage, too, Mark, and that is, you know, we try really hard not to order the appraisal, like, until the home is either, I mean, it's, you know, it, can't, it doesn't have to be 100% complete, but... Sometimes if we're doing a deal and depending on the timing, 
Um, the home inspection is sort of, you don't want to put the cart before the egg. It's preferred to do the home inspection before you have the appraisal, the final appraisal done. I mean, that's in the best of both worlds, but um, definitely on a, an existing home, you always want the home inspection done way before you have the appraisal done. Because if not, you're going to, yes, you're paying for the home inspection and that's important, but then you're going to waste $400 on the appraisal if there's a deal breaker. But how many people buy a new construction house and have a home inspector to come in? I I mean, that's kind of, to me, that would be a no-brainer to do. Mm -hmm. But I just wonder how many homes are closing. I'm going to say 60%. I mean, what do you think, Jack? I bet you not many. Well, I I don't know those figures because I don't know who doesn't call me. Right. Um, but I'm going to think that a lot of people think because it's brand new and the builder's a great guy and he goes to church with their hairdresser's one cousin. one warranty on it. Yeah. That they go, oh, well, it's, I don't need it. And but, I have some photos in here that show that you really should have had And it. in our series, we have past photos of new construction where you should check it out, especially with chimneys. Right. Yes. And plumbing. Yes. And plumbing. Well, and you talked about, I mean, let's face it, guys, the the builders out there, they're not out there doing the work themselves. They have contractors that are doing the work. And the building inspector who comes out, they're not going to get down into the nitty gritty every last little detail, are they? I mean, you did it in L.A., right? So, no. you know. They they don't. The, they don't have the time. Mm-hmm. They're there to look at major issues and the code issues that are that are big stuff um they don't have the time allotted to them to do the same type of inspection that home inspectors do right right and that's true so you know it's just very important to have a home inspection let's move to the next one this one is um this is a new age home it's sort of a space uh, model if you will i'm not sure what's happening here but apparently they decided to finish some space but they didn't decide to finish this particular piece. We have some sort of piping coming through. Explain what we're looking at, Jack. Well, this was a a, a flip home where they took an uh, unfinished attic and decided to make a finished space out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they forgot, <laughs> oh, I, I need heat and air up there. And so they just ran the ducts along the, the floor and the wall and... Put them, put holes in these little Did sections. You please tell me you found out later that they had they planned on building something over these, and they apologized to you for not having that done. Uh, I don't think I had that conversation. Okay, because <laughs> I mean, I just can't imagine the conversation that the buyer was going to have with the seller. Oh, that that looks wonderful. Can little Jimmy sit on it? I mean, I just don't know how they could get away with this. Um, but other than them saying, "Hey, this will be done. Um, we're going to have it completed for you." Maybe it's two, three months down the road. Uh, and you know, lenders don't always. And I'm not speaking for MIG right now. I'm just talking in general. Lenders don't always require to. To see they do not require to see the home inspection but an appraiser comes in here they're gonna this is gonna be a this is gonna be pegged and typically right? anymore jack uh appraisers are taking photographs and adding it including it on their report of some of these you well, know they yeah. are doing that more and more yeah i see this yeah absolutely um well that's just incre- that's crazy I, I don't even know what else to say about that one that that really is um oh, 
So the next one we have lifting shingles, as you've called it. And, you know, that's not how it's supposed to work. Uh, that appears to be you on the ladder. That is me. Um, and who's taking the picture? My client. Your client's taking I, the picture. I, I, I handed her my camera and I said, please take this picture because, uh, number one, I wanted to put it in report. But this would have been a Facebook worthy or yeah, uh, the, the housing, housing hour, hour worthy. Yes. <laughs> Because, uh, because yes, they. I mean, shingles are built not to lift, but yes, there is supposed to be some ability to each shingle lays down. But you, you can't. You're not supposed this to is lift a whole sheet. This is a whole sheet. What, what they do here? Well, they they didn't nail it properly. Number one, <laughs> apparently uh, not. When when you put the nails through the the position of the nail near the the tack strip ensures it is going through the shingle underneath. So mm. each each shingle, instead of having just four nails, it actually has eight mm-hmm. because there's one from the one above it is going through it. Right. So they're they're double nailed. And in this case, they didn't do that and they didn't do they didn't use long enough nails. <laughs> okay. And from the ground I saw just like a little wrinkle. So I, I got up on the ladder and I kind of lifted it to see what was going on with the wrinkle, and the whole thing came up. Holy cow. And then I really started looking at the roof, and it was like it it was everywhere. Oh, wow. And, and, and here, here's what will happen. And man, I'm no builder. I'm basically not very smart at all when it comes to this. But wind gets under there, right? Right. Sh- tears it off. Then, and you don't notice it. Then another a rain rain comes, and then you've got a ton of damage happening because it's going right into basically the attic space, right? Exactly. Was this a double roof? No, that was that Just was a, that the was first the first layer of roof. This is a first layer of roof. Unbelievable. That doesn't look safe up there, by the way. <laughs> and you don't look like you have the proper shoes on. I'm I, I was pretty safe. Okay. Well, we're going to continue with Jack Feldman right after these messages. Clowns to the left of me. Jokers to the right, here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you. And I'm wondering what it is I should do. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Again, this is Kevin Ray uh, here with the Housing Hour, and we want to let you know how to connect with us, and that is to go to thehousinghour.com. Uh, we have the current show, the pictures that we're talking about within the home inspection crazy pictures. You can find those right now as we go through them. We have two more for this last segment, so I think that'll be perfect. But please go and, and share those pictures. And the, some of these, I think I counted three of these are new construction homes that yeah. we've talked about. That's right. And this next one, although it is an 11 month home inspection, the house was built. They waited 11 months. The one year builder warranty was going to be going out in 12 months because I think is that like a law they have to give it one year builder warranty. So the one year builder warranty was be coming up on expiration and Jack was hired by this individual to come out and do the 11 month inspection. And we've got a problem here. <laughs> this is this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the course of my inspection, I always go to the bathrooms and I I flush toilets like six times, run the tub, run the shower, run the sink, run them all at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm running a lot of water. 
I do all the bathrooms. I do the crawl space kind of last because after right. Yeah. And I go under and there is water all over this crawl space. There's just tons of water. <laughs> and I get under and you caused the, it. I did, yeah. <laughs> and I get under the guest bathroom and this is the guest bathtub drain. Mm. And it it had never been connected. And we're talking water straight into the crawl space. Nasty water. Straight into the crawl space. Yeah. And so when I came out and told the homeowners, they said, oh, well, you know, we we haven't had any occasion to have any guests to that bathroom. So it's really never been used, Mm. which was good, but not so good for. Well, guess what? I had a um, house where we used the guest bathroom all the time because that's where we bathed our kids because they didn't have bathrooms in their rooms when they were real young. So that's lucky for them. But my heavens, I mean, and I don't know what that stuff is underneath it. Is that electrical or that's is that a just side pipe? view? That's oh, okay. The, oh, that okay. Like, um... Gotcha. So, but, but the bottom line is when you get, when you take water and you put it in a crawl space on wood and other things, it's a disaster. It's a disaster because the entire tub is going to drain right into that. I mean, this is just unbelievable. And so, so, um, this was a new subdivision and this was the only home in the subdivision that had any problems. Is that what you found out? Well, no, I've, I've (laughs) done five homes in that subdivision. Yeah. And, and there was similar issues. There were some more serious in this. Oh, wow. And what subdivision was it? Uh, I'm not going to say. <laughs> Did you notice, was there connection to this tub somewhere close by? or oh, About 10 feet away was the waste pipe that was supposed to go to this. And Okay. So is this not something a building inspector should be catching? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, But at the same time, like you said, they're in a hurry. They're trying to get things done. And um, I guess there could be litigation involved, so we could only probably go so far. But uh, the, the builder probably came and, and fixed it very, very quickly and, and was happy to do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's great. Well, folks, um, I think we got one more, but I do want to stop and just make sure you guys understand. We're recommending that you do a home inspection if you're buying a brand spanking new home because of issues just like this. This home we're talking about, the picture that you're looking at with the little white piping PVC that's supposed to be connected. There's water if you were to fill that bathtub up going straight into the crawl space. And this could have been prevented had they had a home inspection done. I mean, God forbid that would have been the master bathroom and it had been used every day. Years of problems. Maybe you find out quicker than 11 months because you have erosion and, you know, you go down there to put, you know, something in the. So maybe, but still at the same time, I mean, this is just unbelievable. So get a home inspection Call Jack, get it done. It's not going to to um, be, get any better than having somebody like Jack come out and take a look. Now, we have this next one. Uh, if you can see, it's the roof, and you have the goldfish in the pond there. <laughs> On top of the roof. <laughs> and there is a ponding roof. Now, guys, I am no builder, but this looks like a big problem. It, it's not so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a pond. Now, uh, it had rained... I think a day or two before I was there. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, water evaporates, I think. So. A little bit. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, the basic concept of roofs is to keep water off from it. Yes. So uh, it, it always slopes down, so water 
flows off the roof. So when you walk on a roof, any roof, you really shouldn't see water ponding. That water was about two inches deep at the deepest part there. It's a flat shingled roof. I mean, come on. Well, it's a rubber roof, that part of it. It's over a front porch. But uh, as I went over there and I put my foot on it just to kind of test it, uh, it was like stepping on a waterbed. So it was completely rotted under that roof. And this is a new roof on a flipped home. Oh, mm. wow. So what? So it's a flipped home. So maybe they said, oh, a, a nice little porch would be nice right here. They contracted somebody. Who knows if they were licensed? I mean, I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but you just never know because nobody who has a contractor's license, well, they probably could or would, but this this was not the right uh, solution. Well, and you notice they put gutters around it, too, just for a cosmetic look. Right. Yeah. So uh, I, I will tell you that there was nothing right about any part of this roof, shingles included. Um, it, they they just, it was a hack job. Mm-hmm. And, and it. I will say this. The grass is very green. Grass is green. Well, it had been raining, but apparently um, so. Yeah. So you're not supposed to have a a pond on the roof with fish. It looks like it's sinking (laughs) in the center there. It 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 looks like it is sinking. And and guys, here's here's what we have here, too. I mean, I would say that's a pretty expensive repair because you have to basically take the entire thing off. I mean, I, I guess you you got to replace almost uh, maybe not the whole well, porch, but well, if you look at the water, mm-hmm. it's going back into the main roof line. So there could be water getting into what do you call that? The fascia or soffit? Yes, and and it was oh. the the underside of this porch had stains on it. Mm. Um, the 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 fascia around the edges was rotted. So. This There's all was, kinds of problems. There was lots of problems here, and like you said. When they, this isn't going to be just take off the rubber roof and put a new one on because right. there's a lot of rot under out. there. You, you got to tear it off and probably rebuild that porch. Yeah. So you're going to have to tear out that. Then you also, you know, consider if this had not been caught, who knows what else it, it could have, it could have fallen on someone if, if, if it would have been rain, raining. I mean, Tennessee gets a lot of, I and mean, we get some rain and one of those really big rains. And that water is very heavy, folks. If you didn't already know, it's very heavy. And so you get a lot of rain in there. Let's say the the gutters are all backed up because I'm sure some of that did make it in the gutters just because of gravity. But the gutters get backed up. You've got all that. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a problem. And then it falls and kills somebody. And that could happen. Yes, that's worst case scenario. But but you walk out, there's a door underneath there because it's a porch. So if you keep slamming that door and with the water sitting heavy on rotted yeah, somebody's going to get dumped on. That's right, exactly. Oh, that's scary, Jack. And and you said this was a flipped home, which you know the, I, I've even heard. And please don't take the offense to this, uh, any realtor or builder out there, because I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to somebody else. They will say, "Oh no, this home was just remodeled. It was just renovated, and um, this builder went to great lengths to go through the house." And the, I mean, he matter of fact, he was a home inspector in LA County twenty eight years ago. You know <laughs> that those things that they tell people, and I mean, folks, that might be what the realtor was told by the builder, and the due diligence is not fall on the realtor. It just doesn't. It, the due diligence falls on you as the consumer. 
the person that's actually investing in this, because other than your college education for your kids, what's the next biggest investment that you're ever going to make? Likely it's your home and or for Mark, it might be the car, you know, that he's got. He's got that new caddy out there. But for most people, the biggest investment is your home. So why not take advantage of the tools that are out there and spend a little money Mm -hmm. to save yourself a huge problem? And even if you own a home now and not buying or thinking about it, have it inspected. Yep. Radon inspections, too. That's another thing we didn't get a chance to talk about. Very Radon will kill you. Um, if you, and we had we had a contract fall apart because of it really, tested positive. For if it's on a slab, that's I mean, you still want to get it done, even if it's on a crawl space, because if it's a rock bed or, you know, we don't have time to get into it. But definitely look at radar. It's it's very inexpensive to do it. And he sets it up and it, it, it'll take care of you. Make sure that you're not buying something that's going to give you cancer or something worse. We want to thank Jack Feldman for coming in. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Absolutely. Good good to be here with you and Mark. Uh, We love having you. And guys, thank you for joining us. Please join us next week right here on the Housing Hour. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know, so come here to find out. Also check us out at thehousinghour.com. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.